Here we are with a block of practice together and time to really keep deepening, settling with the flow of the retreat. So we'll be moving between sitting, walking, standing, starting to establish a rhythm of, of practice. So my intention is to keep us in a kind of connection with the morning's teaching of also with the process that's happening for us. So some of us are just catching up with what many of you were listening to earlier in the day. But it's we're we're all in the same territory. This process of coming into what is here, coming out of the complexities we can often find ourselves in and so that our attention is all out and actually bringing the attention really and establishing it here. You know, what's it like? What is happening here? So to, to really settle into that, that opportunity that this time allows to really let all kinds of things that we're normally having to hold and deal with just fall away. If not for the whole length of the retreat, at least for this block of practice together. So we establish that clear intention. Let whatever washing you have to do, whatever emails need answering, whatever you know, of, of your life actually you're normally in the flow of, we've actually stepped out of that to really centre ourselves and more, learn more deeply about the experience of, of the heart. And so to write what I guess I'm practising with, trying to really encourage myself the sense of, of really staying aligned, staying at home, staying here and getting a really strong embodied reference to that, to know what that feels like, to know the relief of that, the strength it brings. So that when I stand up, when I walk, when I engage, I'm not, I'm not abandoning that. I'm not abandoning the chitta. But I stay in relationship. In relationship with the awakening possibilities. In relationship and careful of that, which actually receives the impact of what comes in through the sense door. Taking care. Care, compassion, love, the sense of we're, we're learning about what it does here because that really informs also how we relate to others. We start to know how powerful it is to be met, to be, not to be asked to be different than we are. So, feeling that quality of uprightness, 
we just we're here we can feel the elemental qualities of the body sitting grounded the present and we're aligned with what we really value so this this sense of, of the chitta the heart into chitta really it means we're physically which is a really helpful way to get a reference we're physically aligned but even more importantly we're aligned with what is precious to us aligned with our our harmlessness which is the primary quality that the other skillfulness is all under so when we're when we're here home aligned in that way and we're letting meditation deepen we get the possibility really understanding something we understand the impact of how we pick things up what meaning we give things and anything we can pick up in a way that brings a wholesome quality and anything we can pick up in a way that brings the stress and we can see that even with the the concepts of, of how the practice is talked about pick up the dhamma and really you know the, the teachings if we look at it in that way we can, the teachings we're in the heritage of we can feel really gladness gladness with that So that we're really, you know, we're really attuning to that. Or we can pick it up in a way where it becomes something that starts to be a place we judge ourselves and we feel we're, you know, we're not getting it right, we're not doing it right here. So it's to just notice what meaning we give things, what's happening here, what's happening there. And it can be really powerful, as you know. You know, we we work with it here in terms of noise. Yeah, the sounds that come from outside. Are they are they about something? You know, people using electric machinery. You know, ruining the environment or whatever. Or is this the sounds of people living, taking care, mowing their lawns, yeah? You know, tending to the place around them. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but if I take one perception, it brings more agitation. If I take the other perception, it brings a sense of ease, openness and friendliness. Yeah. And it's not that in some ways one is more true than the other, necessarily. It's that life is really complex and what are we attuning to? Are we attuning to goodness? And it's not that we're undiscerning in that. Yeah, there are some things that are unhelpful. Yeah. But within our experience here, our relationship with things, we're cultivating a wholesome way and 
out of that right action can follow, right response, yeah. But if the heart just contracts with hostility, right response becomes impossible. So we can see that externally, and it's to really feel it internally. Yeah, we're sitting here. The intention is to let the heart, the mind, the body come out of fragmentation, to settle, to come into a sense of wholeness and presence. And then what do we do with what seems to be arising? Thoughts that keep bombarding the mind. They're often kind of obstacle to this settling. We're, We're so trained to think, aren't we? I often reflect on what my mind kind of brain is asked to do as part of some of the work I do, you know, grading, marking, you know, long essays, piles of them. And the requirement is, is to be critical, discerning, you know, commas, whatever, whole ways, things to being language, what's present, what's missing, a whole kind of, it has a, it has that quality to it, doesn't it? Mind is really focused in, is this okay, is this not okay, yeah? And then if the mind's been doing hours upon hours of that, what's it like when we sit down? And you'll have your own um, related experience to that, yeah? Ways that the you, you know, you've had to be engaging your mind in terms of what you have to do for your living. And we sit down and we feel the result of that. Mind has been, in a way, asked to do a whole lot of critical, discerning, judging kind of stuff. And how do we, how do we let that be there? Let that relax out. You know, how do we meet it? And it can be really helpful to see that the the difference between the kind of mental function which is a sensory process, and the titter itself. So I can be present to that that particular way the mind's been conditioned, the, the kind of the mental processes have been conditioned. And by using breath, awareness, a sense of uprighting, just let that be washed away. But if I, if I notice that kind of mental tightening and start fighting with it you know, then then things are kind of complicating themselves aren't they um, to contraction I'm adding contraction and hostility yeah so we, we're just really attentive aren't we you know, when we sit down we, we sit and we feel the results of what we've been doing what the mind the chit has been in contact with been thinking, been getting through the eye door, through sound, and here we are, and we sit and we feel the rebirth. And how do we bring love, friendliness, compassion to that? The sense that we're here, we are. You know, there's 
we're in the sense realm and experience is coming through all the sense doors. And that's nothing going wrong, is it? You know, it, it's inherent in birth for us. So it's to to come into a relationship with that that really supports us, that we can be with that. And the, the results we really notice are affected by intention and attention. Yeah. So the intention, it's this quality with which we're engaging. So if in marking all those papers, yeah, doing all that creating, my I keep with a sense of well wishing. May the comments I offer support the students' growth. Yeah. It feels really different when I sit. That if I've got kind of full with it all, like you know, what it can be like to have other people's um, unclarity of thought and you're having to keep your mind own awareness pressed up with that kind of grading. Anyone who's done any marking will know what I mean. And you know, so if we get into kind of irritability with it, then that has another result, doesn't it? And it's the same with everything. So if I can, if I'm doing something, can stay compassionate and kind, that's what I sit with when I sit down. And if I have been irritable, then when I sit down, you know, it's a case of with compassion meeting that. You know? So what is it like? What was it? What's it like you know, to be in contact with a lot of unpleasant experience? Yeah. So rather than it being a judgment, you know, or shouldn't have been like that, it's more like, hey, let's let's feel, let's allow ourselves to attune to why that happened, what's that about? How do we come back into this quality of uprightness, presence, friendliness, sense of love? Yeah. And it's the first place always is here because this is a place we can get lost from, isn't it? We can get alienated from. So considering this, the whole whole aspect of intention, attention, and for me it really comes into the primary, the right efforts of practice. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm here, and then if you know, if the mind has started thinking about something, to really notice from here, and I can feel it in my body, as you probably can, if the mind starts picking up something that brings agitation, that's in some way got unwholesome qualities in it, it, it depletes something. It brings agitation and stress. If I pick up something that is wholesome, it brings nourishment. So as we're as we're working in meditation, we when we notice what the mind is holding, it 
it's to really notice the qualities that it has, the impact it has on the titta, on the heart. So we start to really know that and we get so we don't want to be picking up or holding things that are harmful, yeah, unskillful. And when we feel their their harm or unskillfulness, it becomes really easy to put them down again. So you notice you've picked up something, you go, oh, this isn't helping. It's not helping the sense of being here, present, and we put it down again and pick up what brings well-being, which is the to be the experience of the elemental qualities of the body, the sense of presence, the breath, the sense of flow, yeah. All these heart qualities of love, compassion. So it takes a it takes a discernment, but it's a discernment centered in compassion. What is the result of this? What supports well-being? What supports the mind, the heart's opening into Dhamma, to the way things are? And to have this clarity, I put down what is unhelpful and I cultivate what is helpful. And in the flow of practice, it's just really grounded in this quality of sattva, of faith, that actually it's worth it's worth making this effort, it's worth paying attention to this. It's worth getting really clear with intention because there is the possibility of really freeing ourselves up from states of distress to get so we feel fully grounded and at home. In in harmony with things, it is possible to come out of a fragmentation, unskillful mental thinking can bring. But it it does take, particularly in the beginning of practice of a time of practice, just real clarity. There can be such momentum in the thinking mind that can take time for that to slow and settle. So we're compassionate in that process, but we're also really discerning. How do we support it? How do we align with what is true and helpful? And if you've been having a lot of external engagement, hearing things, listening to things, doing things, there can be tremendous momentum with that. The mind's kind of, the heart's got used to kind of leaning out and being supported by external experience. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it's just got more and more so on a on a kind of societal level. All the stuff coming through these kind of online channels and some like being able to be in retreat together are really skillful. Others can be really fragmenting. But what 
what is true for many of us is can be just such a momentum in terms of the degree of sense engagement we've had. Yeah, that coming into meditation, coming into a time of practice, there's still that momentum, there's still that tanha, that kind of craving, that leaning out energy, trying to get support leaning on something. And what we're what we're really re-establishing is our capacity to stand here without leaning, upright, present. Yeah. And it can just be helpful when we feel that that energy, that kind of hunger, looking for something to think about, something to experience. Yeah. It, the mind can be so used to feeding that it just can take time for it to get attuned to these more simple, quieter experiences. Mumpucha would say you have to get a taste for freedom. And my experience of that is that you know, the kind of the taste, it's a bit like if you take eat a lot of sugar. It gets so you need sugar. Well, you need salt too to to really taste things. If you come off those two things, suddenly food tastes radically different. Yeah. But initially, it's like everything is tasteless, and it can be the same with sense contact. When we cut it down in meditation, cut it down in retreat, it can feel like oh, there's nothing happening here. We're used to much um, more dramatic food for the mind. But we're just trusting this process. If we don't feed the mind on a whole lot of external, agitating things, it naturally calms, settles, and we come home. We come into this deeply embodied experience. And there's tremendous relief in that. And we come where it's really possible to feel this quality of love, of our connection to breath, to life, to presence. And in in this process of cultivation at this time, we're just deepening our reference to that. So our body really knows it. Our heart really knows it. So when we stand up, when we walk, when we go off into whatever else we're doing, it stays as a fundamental reference. So we know, we know when we go out in a way that is unhelpful because we can feel it here. And we can use the posture to do that. But some of us, you know, our posture's not not the best. When I was little, they tra- they trained me with books on my head to try and get me to stand upright. Yeah, but that was just a skeletal thing. Yeah, and it didn't work. And what I am contemplating that over years, you know, the stand straight, stand up, is actually. What was needed was something different. It was a sense of 
love here that was needed. Yeah? Sense of belonging and presence so that the, the heart of being could be upright. Yeah? Skeletons of one thing or another and we align those as well as we can. Yeah? But we come out of fear we come out of contraction. And that's the kind of uprightness we're talking about. I don't imagine many of you through when you were kids got the stand straight, yeah? So we're not we're not this is not what we're talking about. We're not talking about some injunction to straighten up. Yeah. We're talking about a, an attunement through love. That that lets all that fear, all that c- contraction, all that doubt fall away. Yeah? We're here and life is doing its thing. And some things are easy and some things are difficult, but we're generating the capacity to meet it yeah? and to stay in loving relationship with it, to come out of any sense that things are going wrong. It's here. It needs meeting. It needs responding to. So from that quality of here-ness, uprightness, it's about coming out of time into this experience of presence. And that presence is where the strength is in being able to meet whatever is arising. And as I was saying last night, that conditions, they do their own thing, yeah? And some we have some impact on, but many we have no control over at all. These bodies, yes, you know, they to some extent we feel like we have control over the kind of physicality, but actually it has its own nature, doesn't it? We can support it in various ways, but actually, like I saw with my leg bones, you know, if if they're crumbling, they're crumbling, yeah. They they're not. It's not like this being here can control that. We can't know the nature of the body is to is to age, to have sickness. Yeah. It's part of the reality. Yeah. So how do we meet that? How do we meet also the beautiful aspects of the body? Yeah. That it allows us to engage in the world, to offer, to bring things forth and we're doing it all from this strength of presence we take care of this physical form as much as we can and then we let it go we're coming into a relationship of love rather than some notion that we're in control and it's the same in our relationship with the external world, isn't it? We come into a relationship of love 
and we we bring forth what we can from our heart. So as we're sitting over this next time of practice, really deepening that sense of understanding, understanding the quality of the heart that's at home and what it can bring forth using the loveliness of the breath, the stroking qualities of the breath to deepen the relaxation so that we're, we're starting you know, through the breath to have the mind, you know, its tendencies to lean on things and the breath is slightly leaning on but it's so subtle and so attuned with love and life that it's a very skillful place for the mind to rest, for the chitta to rest. And we can use that breath to really deepen, deepen, and to meet whatever arises in that process. So things happen, we see the mind has gone off thinking, and we can feel the energy here. Or underneath that thinking, you know, there is worry. And how do we take care of that? How do we meet it? And in my experience, something like worry can really reveal some really profound truths. Anger, hostility. If we actually dare, dare to come into their presence, they have really important things we need to know. So in this way, practice makes us fearless. We we can dare to listen, yeah, to be present to, and let these energies start to teach us things. And in that process, it can be really helpful to be having the sense of friend with us so to have the breath as a friend that soothes relaxes maintains connection with the present moment because some of these energies can feel really big and overwhelming but sometimes actually they're just a moment if they're fully met it, you know, it's that sense that if, if they can feel like that, but if we tip them that way, they're just really thin, yeah? They could just be reached through with love. So to use the breath to give us confidence in this process. We're just here. Letting the thinking process, quiet and settle. And if it's doing something else, we're just guarding. We're not letting the mind go into what is unskillful, what takes us away. When we notice that, we're just out of compassion. We put it down 
come back to the experience of body, breath, being here. So it's not like we're in an argument with anything. And as you know, if worry is present, you know, we can see it as a hindrance when it goes into thinking. But if we're present with it, actually mindfulness is present, investigation is present, you know, awakening factors are present. So we're now aligning ourselves with what is skillful. Yeah. So, yeah, I encourage us over this time really just to really stay attuned to this very simple gestures of putting down what brings contraction and agitation, picking up what brings well-being. And it can be that in that picking up, I pick up, I attend to whatever worry is happening, just through presence. Yeah. So it's not that I have to throw away everything that's happening. The picking up is picking up the skillfulness in terms of the way I'm perceiving, the way I'm attending to what is present, yeah. that I'm aligning the heart with what is skillful, with these factors of love, kindness, friendliness, yeah, compassion, attunement to goodness, and this understanding of cause and effect. How could it be different in this moment? so that we really welcome what is here. So let us come into a time of sitting quietly together. So make yourselves comfortable and we'll, we'll sit quietly, we'll come into standing, walking, just move through this time of practice. So, so really just feeling the body, really tuning to its elemental qualities, the kind of earthiness, the kind of energetic of that. So feeling that groundedness, that sense of presence, weightedness, quality of being met by the earth. And then noticing how the the torso rises up from the hip girdle, from the sense of earthiness. And letting attention just stroke 
through the experience of body and let it stroke and release any tension. We relax as small as a back. We let the shoulders open and soften. Way we're just sweeping attention up the spine, noticing alignment of the head. As I was saying yesterday, just making subtle movement, quiet, subtle movement, just to check where the energy, the body energy, is freest is through the axis of the body. So we're not just sitting in our habitual posture. We may notice that it's the shoulders just need letting go, relaxing. Face may need softening. And in this experience, even of the earthiness, the firmness of the body, we can attune to that on the level of sensation, the pressure as the body meets the ground, the hands on the legs, of one eyelid on another, one lip on another, these senses of contact resistance. Or we can attune to it more just as an energetic sense of the body being grounded, weighted here. Just noticing the other elemental gestures of the body. Sense of flow, connectivity, sense of warmth, the kind of radiance to it, the little suns. And then the energy of air, breath, life, vitality. And this sense of opening the mind. And really coming out of some external sense of the body, really receiving the energy of the body sitting here. We can feel the rhythmic kind of pulse, shifting flow of energy in, flowing out that we call breath. And attuning, tuning, getting the breath, if it's present for you, really flow, noticing it as it moves through the whole experience of body. 
So this is an opening, a sensitizing, a recognizing of what's here. We're not having to make it happen. It's more that we're opening the mind's receptivity to notice and to let something just get freer and freer. And in that process, really recognizing this breath as washing in, bringing love, connection, very life itself. We feel the body filled with this love, this life. We have the strength, the capacity to be fully present, to let go of anything that takes us away from home. this time really staying with this faith, this confidence that it's worth really cultivating and being very clear to really feel what takes us out of alignment what takes us away and putting down what is unhelpful maintaining and being what is helpful and what is unhelpful has hostility, unfriendness, these contracted heart qualities. So we, we're meeting whatever is here with love, with welcome, with a sense of its belonging. Mm. 